the best bits of the week. The Wake Up With Webster podcast. Right, pod time. Uh, well, thank you already for pressing the download button. We appreciate that a lot. You are in a small, unique band of people that do that. We like to refer to you as VIPs, Valued Important Podcasters. <laughs> I wondered where you were going with that. <laughs> so thank you so much. We'd like to think that here on the Wake Up With Webster uh, podcast, every week uh, we gather the best bits. Now, the best bits in our mind are you calling us with stories, coming up with uh, tales, personal experiences. Uh, we just love them, love the fact that you can share them with us. Yeah, that's pretty much the highlight of our week is getting to chat to you, getting to hear your stories of what you've been up to and whatnot as well. So we we, we had quite a few um, exceptional stories this week, shall we say. Yeah, I mean, we covered a lot of things. Uh, A&E issues, when have you pretended to be someone else? Twin chat. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, we had the identical twin on. Best freebies. Yeah, you're going to hear some amazing stories and calls uh, coming up from you. Where do you want to start then? Um, I think we should start with the A&E. A&E, oh, yeah, so it was um, the most random reason you've had to go to A&E. Yeah, because your pal broke both of his feet because he decided to jump a gate. <laughs> yeah. Oh he's, dear. He's the least likely of pals of mine to do anything that in- involves exercise. And he was showing a colleague, a new colleague around his workplace. And he, for some reason, he was showing at the security lock and went, this is what you do. And this is how it works. He closed the gate and then realised, oh, hang on, I didn't program in the correct code we are now locked into the compound no. so he went to scale the eight foot fence thinking i'll impress her i can do this i'll get us out of here i mean it's eight foot that kind of says everything that you need to know right there jumped down the other side and cracked both of his feet he didn't realize till the monday that they were broken and spent the entire weekend with floppy toes we loved the calls <laughs> we got on this so um leanne let's get her on first leanne what what happened to you i drank screen wash in the car what? Straight out with it? Just you drank screen wash? Yeah. This is a warning to everyone. I know. How did this happen? <laughs> we were coming back from and we were just outside Sir Catherine Hospital fairly enough, just on the road. And it was a really hot day and I had finished all my water. And you know the cup holder that between the passenger and the driver's seat? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was my husband's car, by the way, not mine. Stupid things like that. Anyway, <laughs> there was two bottles. You know the water bottles that you just have got like wee mouthpieces on them. You just lift them. Yeah, like a, a sports cap. cap. That's it. Yeah, you pull them up. Yeah. So I was gasping for a drink. And I just put my hands down, and because the, the liquid was below the label, I actually couldn't see the colour of the liquid. Oh. So I put my hand down, grabbed this bottle, took a massive glug. You know, you don't even have to drink these. You just hold them to your mouth. They pour down your throat. And I thought, well, and as I was drinking them, my husband went. Not that one. Oh, oh no! He was right and next I, to you in the car. He was driving. Oh right. And he went. Oh, you didn't drink that one, did you? That screen wash. Oh, oh no! Oh, no. Panic is setting thought, in now. Oh my god! And then he goes. Like, the first thing he said to me was, "Oh well, at least you'll have clean inside." <laughs> <laughs> so he's not even asking how you are. He's just like, "You're gonna have clean inside." No, he certainly panicked when I started to kind of pass out of the car. What? Oh no! So where did you end uh, up? Well, I phoned my GP, and she. <laughs> She wanted to send an ambulance to the car, and I said, I'm okay, because I said, I'll be one of these people, I'll get well, I'll be fine, don't worry. Anyway, put my GP, and she says, well, drive straight to A&E. So we took the decision, because we were going to hit, to go down Wales, we were going to hit the traffic at Dundee. Mm-hmm. So we cut in by Forfar and raced through Forfar, Kukarau's PRI. They were there for two days. <gasps> what? It's a very slow release of toxins. Oh, wow. 
So what they had to do was take blood on the hour, every hour practically, for oh two days. Word. The reason he had it in the car was because he drives to Forfar every day. If his, like, his washers are frozen up, yeah. all he does is put down his driver's window and squish his window, you see. Are you still together? <laughs> Absolutely, 40 years. Oh. <laughs> I mean, who would put a colourful liquid into a non-branded or labelled bottle? Or a bottle that you would normally drink out of, for sure, anyway. I mean, what? No. Uh, it does look a bit like Gatorade, but always have a sniff, people. I think we've, <laughs> we've learned our lesson there. Screen wash, clean insides. Okay, and then, then didn't it get worse? Well, yeah, you think that's bad. Wait till you hear what happened to Angela. I climbed over a stair gate. It was on my bottom step. I ran up the stairs just to grab something so that I'll just climb over it. It came downstairs and then I missed my foot missed the bottom step. So I fell full pelt on the stair gate. So what? Hang on, face plant hitting the gate? No, not face plant. Like between the legs. Oh! <laughs> oh, you just made me wince. I'm squirming. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty brutal. Hang on, why A and E? How bad was this? It was really sore, but then it started. It kept getting worse and worse so I phoned the doctors and they were like oh can you come in and I was like eh, I don't think I can I don't think I can sit in the car and they're like no no come in do you know how they're always reluctant to come out and see you so yeah I couldn't manage I ended up on my kitchen floor and my mum came up oh. and she phoned the doctor again and then when the doctor came out she was like I'm so sorry when she saw it she's like I'm so sorry I didn't come out <gasps> and then quickly gave me an injection of morphine <laughs> whoa it was that bad yeah it ended up it was like a massive Hematoma, like the size of a large orange. Ooh. <laughs> which, uh, which part of the body? Uh, yeah, well, well, the, the private part. Yeah. No, oh, no, no worst area. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was brutal. Oh, yeah. So yeah, they ended up having to phone me an ambulance. So. <laughs> Had gas in the air as well as morphine and ended up in for six days. Oof. And then even after that, had, oh. I had to go down to theatre and everything. And it was ten days before Christmas as well. Oh, oh no! Yes. Well, my husband worked offshore at the time and he was actually that day on his way home from Aberdeen being in the office to tell me that he was going away for Christmas. Oh, no! So my family my family all joke saying that that was going to desperate measures to stop him <laughs> to keep him home for Christmas because <laughs> I ended up getting him home for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, Leanne. <laughs> <laughs> likely accident you had on the stair as if anyone would want to wish that kind oh, of injury upon themselves I know I know oh, it was awful it was awful Wake Up With Webster Podcast Every day on Wake Up With Webster we give you the chance to win cash but you need to work for it a little a tiny bit for a minute a minute yeah well, it's a quiz for cash 10 questions 60 seconds and if you get them all right you can win £250 our last winner was back in February and normally we like to play a little game and remind people of what the highest score of the week is. But sometimes <laughs> we are surprised when there's quite low scores. Yeah, we had a particularly low score this week. Sorry, Ted. Sorry if the you're th- listening. The thing is, Ted, when we first spoke to him, I think it's fair to say, Claire, that we both thought, oh... He's going to get this. He sounds smart. Yeah, he's going to know all of these. Yeah, he just had one of those voices that made you think, this guy's clever. He probably is clever, but it doesn't mean you know the answers to everything. Kos and Corfu are islands in which country? Greece. Brecon and Arbroath are towns in which Scottish council area? Um, uh, pass. What object returns to you when thrown? Uh, boomerang. In video gaming, what's the name of Mario's brother? Pass. What's the term for a word or phrase is spelled the same forwards or backwards? 
you pass. What year was the James Bond film Spectre released? Um, 2010. Which American singer released Last Hurrah in February? Um, uh, uh, Rihanna. Uh, what is 20% of 90? Uh, um, um, 15. In Snow White, what was the profession of the seven dwarfs? Um, pass. Uh, what book series features characters named Bella, Edward and Jacob? Uh, Harry Potter. Oh, no. <laughs> Ted. I, that's, that's appalling. You only know them if you know them after all. So, um, breaking in our broth, it was a 1-1 draw, which means that our broth... The Lichties have yeah. won the league. That's their second win in three years under Dick Campbell. It's quite incredible. They're still going to be part-time when they go up to the championship, but I think they can hold their own. We record this on a Friday, by the way, and this happened Tuesday or Wednesday, so I'm just going to go back through the questions with you. In video gaming, what is uh, the name of Mario's brother? Luigi. Yeah, what's the term for a word or phrase that's spelled the same forwards and backwards? Like ABBA. Uh, palindrome. There has to be another word that's not ABBA. Mm. Sexes. Uh, what year was the James <laughs> Bond film Spectre released? She, she just wanted to say sex. Uh, <laughs> we, we can do that on the podcast. Sex. Um, 2015. Yep. Which American singer released Last Hurrah in February? Sex. Um, it was BB uh, Rexa. 20% of 90. Is 18. In Snow White, what was the profession of the seven dwarfs? Hi ho! Ooh. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Glad they weren't singers anyway. Miners. Yes, correct. And which book series features characters named Bella, Edward and Jacob? Oh. The vampires. Stephanie Meyer. Yep. Uh, Twilight. Twilight, yeah. So Ted only got two right. Koss and, Gre- uh, Koss and Corfu belong to Greece and a boomerang is an object that returns when thrown. You can check these out, by the way. We do it every weekday at 10 past eight on TFM but we also post up the answers onto the Wake Up With Webster Facebook page so you can test yourself daily and we know a lot of people uh, listen to it and play along because that's what you do the quiz you can't help it but you've got to phone up and take part you've got to be a contestant and try it yourself it's worth it it's a minute's work 250 quid so call us next time it's on thank you sex Wake Up With Webster podcast the best bits of the week what was it Luther Vandross and Janet Jackson sang about again, Claire? Best things in life are free. Free. Whenever you hear that word, your your ears prick up, don't they? What What's free? What can I get for free? I got something for free. No, hang on. No, we all got something we, for free. You and I, we won something for free. Yes. So it's slightly different, right? It was all down to, well, the show and people <laughs> Actually, it was probably you that won it for us, so thank you very much. <laughs> well, what are you doing with yours? Um, I'm giving it to my mum. Yeah, we both got a a £50 gift card for John Lewis. And uh, this was December? Yeah. We won an award. uh, This was one of the gifts. So, for some reason, a lot of eyebrows were raised because I re-gifted it to my wife for her birthday this week. It would have been all right if you'd re-gifted it to her, just given it to her, but you don't do it for birthdays. She did know about it, but I think she had forgotten because we've not bought, bought it up for like four months. So I slipped it into the boy's birthday card for her and she's not mentioned a thing. She said thanks and uh, that's it. So she's happy, so I'm happy, but you're not happy. Oh, I'm, I'm all right. I just think it's a bit suspicious, really. 
She gets to spend it on whatever she wants. It could have been a PlayStation controller instead, but no. So it's a free thing, and I think it's one of the best free things I've, I've ever had. I don't know, I reckon Senga beat you. Well, while I was on holiday in Salou two years ago, um, I got some iron brew, and it tasted a bit funny. So jokingly, messaged bars on their Facebook page, mm-hmm. asking why it was different than obviously what I was used to back home. They messaged me back, asking for batch numbers, and they said that customer services would be in touch with me. The day I came back from my holidays, I got an email from them, um, you know, explaining obviously why, what had sort of happened. They said that this particular batch was made in Milton Keynes factory. Not in Scotland. Um, not in Scotland, ah. yeah, that's exactly. Oh. Not with Scottish they water. They brewed in Scotland, yes, ah. exactly. Um, because at busy periods, that's what they do. And only a loyal drinker would pick this up. <laughs> I love Iron Brew. And he knows me, knows I love Iron Brew. Yeah. So as a gesture of goodwill, two crates would be delivered to my home. Wow. Like, oh, amazing. I was like, what? You know, just like, again laughing because it was just meant as a joke. Yeah, just um, a simple email yeah, and you get two crates for free. Yeah. Well, a week or so had passed, never thought too much more of it, and I got a phone call. I was in the car and the guy said, I've got a delivery for you. And I was like, a delivery? Off? And he said, Iron Brew, it's the Iron Brew man. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. So I got home and as I turned down the street at the top, I could see this giant lorry sitting right inside my house and it was the Iron Brew lorry. Oh, yes. Um, sure enough, two cans I feel fat, iron brew, were waiting on my doorstep. Oh, and it's the original oh, yes. recipe as well. The original recipe, yes. yeah, it was before they changed it. So, Senga, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing from the tone and the way you're talking about it, they're all gone, you've had them all. Oh, yeah, they were gone within about a day or two days. Everybody was like, wanting to come round and have a party and stuff, an iron brew party. But, I mean, I love iron brew, it's so much better when it's free. Wake up with Webster Podcast. When have you pretended to be someone else? I I caught up with my mum last weekend and we were reminiscing about the time uh, one of my dad's pals pretended he was actually Pavarotti. Now, it's not a stretch because he is similar size and he's got the beards. So back in 1990, during the World Cup, when this song was massive, he's wandering about our house and street and in the back garden singing this out loud, right? (laughs) Putting on a fake Italian accent. Before you know it, our mates, me and my, my brother's pals, uh, can't quite believe this. That really, the guy that sings that song in the World Cup, is that Pavarotti? Wow! I'm rushing home now to tell my mum. And within 10 minutes, we've got a lot of our pals running back. Can you get him to sign this CD? And then he even took phone calls from people no. putting on this pretending he was Italian. I'm Italiano. He's good at that. Yeah. Really good. And then one of the neighbours uh, came round with her pal and her mum dressed up in their Sunday best with little cardies on. Can we meet Pavarotti? And he carried out a conversation with them for like half an hour. They were not, they didn't, didn't figure it out. Us wacky I Websters. Yeah, eh? I know. Pretending to be someone else. So I, I wondered if Anyone else has tried this? I'm a bit scared to repeat who I pretend to be purely because it might get me in trouble here at work because I pretend to be Holly who does the the travel in the afternoons on Gregor's home run show. Maybe you should also dress like Holly. She's very fashionable. She is. She's so much cooler than me. I should just be Holly all the time. No, but the best, the best story, and I'm glad this happened, uh, the, the best stories about pretending to be someone else always come from identical twins. And we got a call from one in Perth. Nicole, or was it Natalie? Who knows? <laughs> There's been a couple of times where I pretended to be her. Uh, we used to swap classes at school. Um, no. 
Yeah, our English class, we swapped a couple of times. And I remember one time she couldn't go to college. So I went in her absence. And honestly, it was quite funny because a couple of people knew it wasn't her. It got to the point where they had asked where my homework was. And she just saw my face. And the <laughs> that I had to try and make up was unbelievable. Um, and then I had to try and get out of the class early just because they were going into stuff that they were doing the week before. And I thought, I can't hack this. <laughs> does your sister wear her hair in a certain way as well so you had to like mimic everything she does with a certain hair clip or whatever um, we have her hair the same but it was quite good because the college lecture they didn't know that Nicole was had a twin so it was quite good in that sense and then I think it was a couple of days before I walked past the college lecturer and she said to my sister why didn't you speak to me because obviously she didn't know I was a twin but she didn't catch on <laughs> um, but we have um, pretended to be, you know, each other quite a number of times. I just want to touch on something that you said before we came on air, which is that you have two jobs. Now, uh-huh. there's two of you. Is it a job each and you share them and then just switch randomly? Or do you actually have two jobs? Um, yeah, I've actually got two jobs. <laughs> <laughs> See if I could send her. If I called in sex, send her. <laughs> I think they would know. <laughs> but the big question I had for Natalie, or was it... Nicole? Yeah. I'm not quite sure. They're from Perth. <laughs> she might be duping us. I wanted to know, but relationships, when it comes to relationships, surely there's problems when there's identical twins and boyfriends involved. Can't believe you actually asked her this. <laughs> a bit of a disaster area, to be honest. Have you not, have you not swapped with... What? I, that's what? what I, I've heard that? identical twins do these kind of things. I remember uh, my sister was in a long-term relationship with this guy from Australia, but obviously he was living in the UK. When we were on a night out, he wouldn't come near us. I remember we went to Spain for a two-month holiday. Her partner used to get confused by us because, you know, he'd go over. And one day he actually tried to kiss me, thinking <gasps> it was her. So, yeah, and then after that, he kind of kept away for the rest of the holiday if we were in the swimming pool. From both of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of you needs a mark on you. You need a tattoo somewhere to, to let everyone know. I know, yeah. <laughs> Hey, it could have been worse. At least it was just a kiss, right? <laughs> Might have been a grab. I'm glad there wasn't. <laughs> Wake up with Webster Podcast. The best bits of the week. Now, for me, the highlight of the week, uh, uh, you know, apart from doing the show, you know, mm-hmm. of course, it's always a highlight working closely with you, Claire. Oh, thanks. Uh, the highlight for me was, uh, well, it is happening tonight, but it depends when... You listen to this podcast. We discuss this every week. We record the podcast on a Friday. Always confusing. Uh, so I'm out tonight in Dundee meeting some friends who have filmed a TV show, uh, an online TV series, a comedy one, no less. And they've filmed in many locations around Dundee. They're two students from Dundee Uni. And it's basically a story about their actual lives, but just with a comedy twist here and there. Are they still students? Not anymore. They've graduated and they are looking for jobs, much like the characters in the show. Okay. So think of struggling film students with not much cash and they're willing to do anything. So they get embroiled with uh, the Russian mafia in Dundee. Oh, right. no. So it's funny already. <laughs> uh, there's uh, issues with relationships and girlfriends. And then uh, they keep going to interviews for other jobs. And then they get the job of putting on a gig. They get trusted with putting on a big gig involving the Proclaimers and me hosting it. Of course you are. I play an exaggerated version of me. It's not exaggerated. Oh, it really is, Claire. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, it's the version... I've heard some of the lines It's not exaggerated. It's a version of me that wants to burst out, but it can't because I can't be that egotistical. 
Have a listen and you'll make your own mind up. This is one of the scenes. They're all worried that the gig is not going according to plan. This is the worst day ever. How can you say that? I mean, we're working on something with the Proclaimers and Stu Webster. Did someone say Stu Webster? <laughs> I've even got my own theme song. Oh, no. <laughs> Stu Webster, DJ, local hero, national treasure. Nah, scrap that. International. Eyebrow raised there. <laughs> you actually Stu. meant that, didn't you? <sighs> then uh, the main character starts bowing in front of me and tries to kiss my ring. I'm sur- sorry. Yeah, on my finger. Oh, okay. And <laughs> there's two bodyguards that are surrounding me that step forward, thinking, "What's he reaching for?" Right. <laughs> uh, sorry, Mr. Webster. Don't worry about him. He's in a bad mood. Yeah, it's a woman, right? Mm. Yeah, I've seen that look in a man's face a thousand times. His wife threw him out. Yeah, that's personal. She did. Besides, she didn't want me to leave. It was her dad. What? Her dad kicked you out of your own home? I kind of didn't have a choice. I shouldn't be telling you this, but he helps out with the rent. The way I see it, there's always a choice, all right? Either play by the rules or be a hero. Wow, there's a bit of De Niro about me there, isn't there? Mm, I'm saying nothing, I'm saying nothing. uh, It's great advice, thanks. No worries, honestly. Right, lads, are you ready? It's time to spread the web. And by the web, I mean web star. (laughs) Yeah, it's a pun on my name. Got it? (laughs) Catch you later. Like, when you oh. have to explain a joke. He's amazing. Let me just say again, exaggerated version. It's not. Exaggerated. It's not. <laughs> anyway, the premiere of episodes five and six, you can get them online now on YouTube and Facebook, depending on when you listen to this podcast. But if it's after Friday night, 8.30, they'll be online now. <laughs> Check them out and give them some love. These guys are great. And they've even got uh, some sketches on the go now for the BBC. They're going up in the world. Oh, nice one. Yeah, Sons of Spielberg. Wake up with Webster Podcast. The best bits of the week. I think that's it for this week's podcast. No. There's something else I thought we could maybe put in the podcast today, Claire. Mm, Okay, is it to do with Easter? Because it is Easter weekend. No, it's Mm. to do with a big film that recently had a new trailer. Lion King? The Lion King. All right, okay. Now, you ever looked at trailers and thought, they're giving away too much? I never watch trailers. Do you not? No, purely because they give away too much. So I'm thinking, why don't film bosses, directors, producers, editors, whoever puts the trailers together, why can't they be more honest about what's actually in the film? Instead of spoiling bits, just tell us like it is. Why not just be honest? So I've uh, I've cobbled together my own trailer for The Lion King with a more honest edge no. to it. The Lion King. Journey to Pride Rock, an animal kingdom with some incredibly generous borders. Everything the light touches is our kingdom. And its own version of Aberdeen. What about that shadowy place? Must never go there, Simba. Where all its African animals talk like they're British. Good morning, sire. Evil British. It's to die for. Latino. Que pasa? Gangsta. There ain't no way I'm going in there. Or CNN. Witness the birth of Lion King Simba, an obnoxious know-it-all who rubs his privilege in everyone's face. My dad just showed me the whole kingdom, and I'm gonna rule it all. <laughs> Get ready for a U-rated movie and the most dramatic death of a character since Bambi's mum was shot in the face. Dad, we gotta go home. <laughs> <laughs> um, Akuna Matata? No one knows what we are saying. 
The Lion King. Next week in the podcast, Top Gun, an honest trailer. No. Yeah. No. Can I make this a series? No, you can't at all. Why? Let's finish it now. Oh. You can check us out weekdays, 6 till 10 on TFM. Happy Easter. The Wake Up With Webster podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and at tfm.co.uk and listen live on TFM weekday mornings from 6.